There are various halachas and minhagan that come up during the Aseris Mechuva. We're going to highlight some of them briefly, hopefully in future years. Bezaz Hashem will go through them in detail. So first of all, in davening, we add certain parts, Zechorinu L'chaim, Ochsev L'chaim, in different parts of davening, we add uh, Tfilos. Additionally, we switch from HaKel HaKadosh to HaMelech HaKadosh. Another minute we have is we do not say Kiddush Levana until after Yom Kippur. We'll talk about that at a different time, Eretz Hashem. And there's also a minog of doing kaparos. Some are against the minog, and we'll have to save that for a different year. Let's jump to the halachas of Erev and Kippur. So usually, you know, the day before Yantif doesn't have so much significance in halacha. There's, you know, we don't say tachanun. There's already some anticipation of the Yantif. But very few Yomim Taivim, we actually have halachas of the Arab of the day before the Yantif. One example is Pesach. Obviously, there's the Hakrava Sakarban, we bring the carbon Pesach, and because of that, when there's a Isser, there's a prohibition of working after Chatzais on Arab Pesach. When it comes to Arab and Kippur, there's a different din. It's a fascinating halacha. If you look in the Gemara Brachas, the Gemara Brachas, Dav Chesimabes, is discussing the concept of that a person is supposed to read the parshias and go along with the tzibar and finish the Torah over the year. So there was a, a certain individual that wanted to, to do the entire Torah on Erev from Kippur. He said, I'll wait till the end of, year, till, till the, end of the year, Erev from Kippur, and I'll be Maver Sedra. I'll do the whole Shnai Mikra Vechatagram. I'll do the whole thing Erev from Kippur. So they told him, you can't do that. Why can't you do that in Arab and Kippur? So they bring a pasuk. It says, But Arab, it says you're supposed to be inoy. We'll get into this in a couple days. What does inoy mean? That a person has to afflict himself. He can't eat, he can't drink, he can't bathe. So the pasuk says, The ninth day of the month, the ninth day of Tishrei in the evening. So the Gemara says, We fast on the ninth day. Last time I checked in Kippur, is the 10th day. Someone who eats and drinks on the 9th day, that's a mitzvah. So not only do you get the mitzvah of eating, the Torah considers it as if you fasted, which is much more difficult than eating, as if you fasted for two days. We know the more pain, the more difficult it is to do a mitzvah, the more reward we get. So Kadosh Baruch considers it as if we fasted for two days. But it seems like, from the Gemara, that there's a mitzvah deraisa, so there's a, a mitzvah deraisa, a mitzvah menatera, to eat on Erev and Kippur. If you look at the, look at the Rishonim, many Rishonim, in fact, do say that there's a mitzvah deraisa to eat. And the Gemara says that, obviously, from this Gemara and other places in Yuma, that they would be mavato tamatara. You would stop learning. You wouldn't learn all day in order to be able to makayim this mitzvah of eating, that a person would have to stop learning in order to be able to eat on Erev Yom Kippur. Very interesting. Why would there be a special mitzvah to eat? So Rashi says you have to prepare for the fast. Rashi in Yuma says you're preparing for the fast. In order, the Rabbeinu Yonah expands on this in order to be able to daven, to have kavana, the tour, and Tafresh Dal quotes from his father, the Rush, and he, he says that Hashem is showing his ava to us. Basically, Hashem only is requesting of us to fast once a year. One day a year is, a, is there an obligation, Minat to fast. So Hashem is saying, okay, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm commanding you to fast once a year, 
but I love you so much, I don't want you to be in too much pain. So I'm giving you a mitzvah to eat, so that in order that you'll eat, and it won't be so, the fast won't be so difficult. That's the opinion of the rush, and it's quoted by the Torah. The Aruch Shulchan says basically the opposite, that when a person goes from eating a lot to fasting, so it ends up causing more pain. So he goes from mi'oinig latinus, that causes more pain. If you look in the Chayadim, so the Chayadim actually wrote the tefillah called Tefillah Zaka. In Tefillah Zaka, it says that when we, when we fast, so the loss of blood from the lack of eating, should we ask the Kaddish Baruch that it should be a kapara for us, like bringing a carbon. When you bring a carbon, you shecht, you shecht the animal, and the dam uh, runs out. So we're asking the Kaddish Baruch that, that our loss of blood should be like a carbon. So the Svarim write that if a person eats a lot in Arab and Kippur, so you increase your blood, so it's the, you're going you're gonna to increase the amount of blood that gets lost on, on Yom Kippur itself. So, that's, what we're, that's why we eat a lot on Erev Yom Kippur in order to increase the, the lack on Yom Kippur itself. Ashari Tshuva, again, Rabbi Yonah brings in, in, uh, in, I think it's in, in Parag Dalet, he brings another reason why we eat on Yom Kippur, uh, Yom Kippur. He says, really, anytime we do a mitzvah, we try to have a simchas ha-mitzvah. We said in the Teichah recently, that if a person doesn't do mitzvah with joy, so then it ends up causing destruction. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to do mitzvahs with joy. So he says that really the mitzvah of tshuva would require us to have joy, to have simcha. So how are you going to have joy in simcha on Yom Kippur? You can't eat. So Rabbi Yonah says that that's why we eat on Erev Yom Kippur, as that's the simcha of the tshuva. So someone that has like a din of a, of a suda, perhaps that's why many people wash, many people have a suda with their family, as if it's a yantif, because it's really you're eating the suda of, of Yom Kippur, but you, you have to eat it on Erev Yom Kippur. How much is a person required to eat? So the Pais can say, you know, at least a little bit extra, a little more than usual. Some, some of the Pais the Mata Ephraim brings down, perhaps they should eat double, eating double what you typically eat in one day. So let's say you eat, uh, I don't know, 3,000 calories your typical day. So 6,000 calories, Erev Kippur. It's not too difficult. If you want uh, certain recommendations, a person could definitely eat a lot, as uh, people do, you know, Shabbos and Yantif, people eat a lot more than they typically do. So it isn't, it isn't such a difficult uh, mitzvah to keep of eating uh, double. The Magad Aram quotes from the Arizal that the achila on Erev Kippur, if a person has the proper kavana when they eat on Erev Kippur, it's, you could be and you could fix all the eatings that you did throughout the year. The person probably didn't, perhaps didn't make a bracha. He ate something which didn't have a proper hashkacha. You might have eaten milchiks when you were fleshiks. Whatever the story is, eating before kiddush, all, eating before davening, whatever a person might have done during the year through eating. So if a person has the proper kavana when they eat, on Erev and Kippur, they're doing the Shem Shemayim, the Magan Avram, quotes from Arizal, that it's misakin all the achilas of the, of the year. There are various minhagim about what to eat. Many have the minhag, the practice of washing twice, having two sudas, and they'll wash similar to some type of a yantif Indian. So depending on your minhag, a person should keep that minhag. What should a person avoid? So 
the the price can bring down that a person should avoid eating things that are heavy that will uh, that will that will not allow one to fast properly. Additionally, there was always a concern, especially towards the end of Arab and Kippur, that a person should not eat foods that cause carry. So you look at the list, what what the what we assume does cause carry. So we try to avoid that on Arab and Kippur. I saw some of the Palestinian ask, what about, you know, Nashim or Katanim? Should they, do they also have to avoid that? So I see Rashmuk Kamenetsky in Kavetz Lachas is quoted as saying, yeah, it's part of the Minog, so you shouldn't eat certain foods. It talks about, you know, heavy, uh, heavy steaks or uh, alcohol. Alcohol anyway should be avoided because that would be Kalas Reish. But certain things, should, the Minog is to avoid them, especially by the Suda Hamavsekis, the Suda that we eat right before the fast. The Minog is to eat uh, fish in the morning. Many do not eat fish in the in the afternoon, as that might cause uh, carry, so people avoid fish. The the, the suda mafsekas. Some places they are mocked, like the mishabura says. Sounds like a person should only have chicken and not meat. When it comes to the last meal before before yom kippur, people that do not eat chicken, they don't like chicken. So then, obviously, one should eat meat. You shouldn't get the most uh, marbleized, you know, heavy steak. Try to eat something a little lighter in order that it should not uh, affect the fast. Okay, just a few more menhagim. One minhag is uh, that we, the Ramah, the Ashkenazim, we decrease the slichas of Arab and Kippur. You know, during Aserah Simei Tshuva, we're increasing the slichas, we say a lot more than what we say before Shoshana. So it comes Arab and Kippur, and all of a sudden you have two, three pages of slichas, that's it, we stop. The Svardim, they say a full, regular slichas. The Ashkenazim, we are meiko, we, we say only a little bit, the Shlach Kaddish writes, the reason why we do that is because it's a yantif for us, the same way we're eating sudas. It's a yantif, we shouldn't be marba slichas and yantif, we don't say tachlan Arab and kippur, so we do not say uh, a lengthy uh, slichas, we typically do not say avinu makenu, Arab and kippur, frashkenazim, we do not say avinu makenu, unless Yom Kippur falls out on Shabbos, so then on Friday, if Arab and kippur, we would say avinu makenu. Many gabayim, or presidents of shuls, have a minog to give Kiddush, or give some type of tikkun after davening Arab and Kippur. It's their way of asking slicha uh, and mechila from the congregants of the shul. Perhaps they didn't give someone the correct aliyah or some other mishagas with the seats. So therefore, the minag is that they, they give a kiddush and people should make brachas and you, know, you give people a piece of cake and uh, their heart melts. So that's the way to a, a man's heart with a little herring and cake, and that's the minog why they do that. There's another minog of going to, uh, to the mikvah, Arab and Kippur. We spoke about this in previous Urim. If Tisha Kabin works, if a shower would work, if a person uh, could he go to the swimming pool. So we, we, we spoke about this in previous Urim. So uh, a person could look at, look at those. Another minute we have before, before Yom Kippur starts is we want to say Vidui. Vidui is really supposed to be said already at the onset of Yom Kippur. The problem is if a person, if a person waits till after Yasuda, you wait till after Yasuda, so the person say, perhaps you'll get drunk, perhaps you won't, you'll carry out your meal, you won't have enough time to say Vidui before Yom Kippur begins. And therefore we say Vidui by Mincha on Arab Yom Kippur, which should be said before the Suda. Women, even if they don't typically daven mincha, so the person say they should still say vidoy. See at least a shamnu Just try to get you know a few minutes. Even if they're not going to daven shmonesrei, they should still say vidoy prior to eating the suda. Okay, tomorrow, Mitzvah will continue the halachas of Erev and Kippur.